Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, it's time to pour it out. Welcome, everyone, to the special once a month pour it out episode where I play some of y'all's voicemails and I try to answer or I try and give advice. But, you know, I I'm not an invite. I'm not a wise. You are a good advice giver. Am I? Yeah. I don't know. Like Because you give an opinion. Okay, you know? I have it. I have a point of view. Right. That point of view isn't always correct. Sure. So people can take it or leave it. So there's that. Like I have, you know what I thought? Oh, by by the way, Low is with me today. I think I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Low on a lot more. You know what? I've been thinking a lot about this podcast mm-hmm. lately, and I feel like I've been antsy with it. Yeah. Like I'm like. It feels just like I've done this for nine years, almost 10 years. That's insane. And it's like the same thing, like the like interviewing guests and like everyone nowadays has a podcast. Mm -hmm. We're all rotating the same guests and it feels like we're all just doing the same thing. It feels monotonous. And I want to bring this pot. I need to breathe new life in this podcast. I want to maybe like... Everyone bear with me right now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because like I'm working through it like as I'm talking. Right. Like granted, this isn't the first time I've talked about it or thought about it. It's just it still is a constant conversation between in my head and like with low and just with people that I work with and just stuff like that, that I... I kind of want to make it like what it used to be. Like something I loved about doing Straight Up with Stassi the first like four years, five years, like it was... It wasn't like interviewing people. It was more topical. It was like whatever I wanted to talk about. Like, I miss having a full episode dedicated to tall grays. Whoa, you're throwing it way back. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you used to talk about the funniest stuff. And it it was just like whatever was going on. Yes. And like, I I think I want to bring it back to that. I'm I'm. I don't like the formality Mm -hmm. of what the podcast has become, where it's like I have a guest, I research them for a really long time, and then I interview them. I'm not Diane Sawyer, nor am I trying to be. So why am I doing this? Like, I think I still want to have guests every now and then, Mm -hmm. but it won't be like an interview. I it, it we might talk about tall grays. Yeah. With someone who has no idea with you know? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, I feel like you've had the podcast for so long that you've kind of like gone with the flow of where the industry has gone. And as you've had this podcast, like you said, so many more podcasts have come about like since you started. And a lot of them are the celebrity interview kind. Yeah. And there's so many people who I can say, like, who write us, who write to you saying, like, can they, can this person be on Stassi's podcast? We want to promote this thing or we want to talk about their book or whatever. And so it kind of just, like, turned into that naturally. Yeah. But that's not how you started. No. And it's not what drives me. Like, I I do love having guests on, but not when I I have to, like, interview them. I like having conversations with people. But I'm, again, like, I'm not trying to be Barbara Walters. That's not a passion of mine. Right. To add, like, so how did you get started? Where was your inspiration for this? Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's not me. I just want to talk about stuff. Right. I just want to talk about interesting shit that is, that, that interests me, even if it's not interesting to other people, you know, I want to talk about why, like, 
I actually can't really taste the difference between Coke and Pepsi. I'm just looking at your You're Diet Coke. You're crazy. I mean, like... Are you serious? Yes, you can. A tad. No, you 100% can. Like a tad. If we did that blind taste test thing with the straw, you know, where you cover the can, you would 100% be able to tell. Pepsi's... Okay, disgusting. A tad. Sorry, but I don't think it's that big of a difference. When I go and I sit down at a restaurant, you're not a diet coke girly, okay? I like it. Yeah, th- exactly. You just said I like it the no. way that Taylor said she liked Usher's halftime show last week. No, yeah, I, I really do like diet coke. Whenever I I go someplace, if they don't have diet Dr Pepper, it's diet coke. Right. So it's my number two. Okay, but you're not like ride or die. No, like if this I go feels like a, and they this, don't have Diet Coke, I get water. Okay, this feels like you're giving Swifty energy right now. Whereas, like, you're a Swifty and you Swifties, like, look at regular fans like us. Like, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift, but because I'm not so ride or die, <laughs> know every single thing about her, then therefore I'm not a true fan. That's no, how you're making me feel about Diet Coke. I don't believe that. I think anyone can be a Swifty. I'm here for all the levels of Swifties. I'm just saying the Diet Coke girlies will know. Yeah. Like, it's ride or die. Okay. It's because of the I wanna, chemicals okay, in it see, that now I'm addicted see, to. There you go. See, I want I want to have conversations about that. I think that this this show, I need to give it a makeover. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that. Whether people are going to like that or not, I hope they do. Mm-hmm. It would suck if they didn't. I think it would be interesting too, because like a lot of your listeners have been listening the whole time. So it's like, what do people want to hear? Like, what do they like hearing you talk about? Because yeah. I think that they probably get sick of it too when they listen to the same group of podcasts and the same guest is on one week promoting the same project. Like, yes, yeah. kind of annoying for sure. But I also know that I can't like. You know, one of my pet peeves is when people are doing, they start a podcast and they rely on ask me anything for every single. Right. That means like you have no creativity on your own to talk about, to, to come up with something. So why are you in this profession? Like why? So like I'll do an ask me anything like a, a couple times a year. No, I feel like not even ask me anything for the, for an episode. I mean, like right now your listeners should let you know, like in general, I do want to, you know? I do want to, I want to feel the temperature. Yeah. I want to know what people are, are enjoying listening to and what they're not, what they can pass on. But at the same time, it, it has to come from me Otherwise, I won't be into it. That's true. Like, so like, I want to take everyone's constructive criticism Uh and opinions, digest it. But ultimately, I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. You know, it's kind of like how Bo says this household works. (laughs) He's like, I can. So everything in your life works. He's like, I can say all these things, but end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do. Right. And. And so that's how also it is. that's why it's going to be good. But I, I will take into consideration what people are enjoying and what they're not. Yeah, I just consideration is the key word. Be nice. Um, I want to change the name. Oh yeah, we talked about. I want to change uh, the art. I want the name. I'm. I've grown past it. Mm-hmm. I sticky things. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling the vibe of it. That what, you know, something that I started almost 10 years ago, I'm not going to like, I, I, you evolve. You're, right. not, you're not the same person. And this isn't to say like, this isn't, I'm not sitting here being like, I've changed and grown so much. Like, I, I know you guys have heard me say that before, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. Something that you like when you're 25, you're, you might not like it when you're 35. Right. Because you just like have different preferences. And I don't like straight up with Stasi anymore. I just think it's kind of chug. You're not going to feel a little sad? I feel like we should give it a funeral. I think it deserves a funeral. Yeah. I think it will be scary to mm-hmm. change the name. Um, But I know right now, 
where we're at. If we, if I just keep doing the same thing, I'm just going to stop doing it. Yeah. I'll just, I just won't want to do it anymore. And, and I, I love podcasting so much. It's just the episodes that I love to do are when I'm not in like an interview chair. It's Mm -hmm. like where we're just having conversations about stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's what like why podcasting is fun. It's like you're sitting with your friends, like that's having a glass of wine, talking about whatever. But you know, like that's how I started it. Yeah, it's we've lost it. And I've lost that. Mm -hmm. And then that's how like everyone then everyone started getting podcasts. I'm like, I want it to feel like you're just like sitting there with your girls. I'm like, no, no, no. I said that first. You guys (laughs) like, no, but nobody does it. No, because they're all interviewing people. Because they're all interviewing people. (laughs) And like they're in a studio and they're promoting something and all that. Like I maybe we should try next time you know i do it like sitting indian style on the floor instead of sitting on the floor i truly do i am a sit on the floor girly yeah ever since the first day i met you you've been sitting on the floor like i feel comfortable i don't know what it is it's really funny like chairs just feel it the and i have more energy i have more creative juices on the floor okay Are, are you grounded is that why like you're closer to the earth maybe oh fuck i don't know Am I? Do you think that has something to do with it? Yeah, maybe it's like helping your creative vibrations. Maybe. I'm just making it up. I don't know. Um, But we can sit on the floor. We just need cute pillows. Yeah. And but like the angles might not be as but these they can't get worse than this. It can't get worse than these angles. (laughs) You know, we need a bigger studio. But that's the thing. I want to take the formality out of the podcast like we're I don't, always gonna have to video it though you know people like to watch stuff that is what killed podcast hot take hot take hot take hot take everyone wanting to watch it right and us having to promote it visually mm-hmm. on our social medias to me is what killed the magic of at least what my podcast was Right. Because so much of what my podcast used to be was on the fly. It was at three o'clock in the morning um, when I felt inspired. It was on a vacation. Mm -hmm. But now because I have to film it, video, whatever. Right. Like it's it's changed. So it can't be what it was. And that I I resent that. That's fair. Also, I think that sometimes if you do get like a dash of inspiration, you can always do one that's not videoed. Yeah, it's just I don't really have free time anymore. Well, there's that. (laughs) You know, those were the days, you know, like those were the days that I could just do a podcast at three in the morning. Yeah. And like sleep till noon and it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Turn it in the night before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The amount of emails that I used to write uh, to like whichever podcast company I was with at the time yeah. at three in the morning being like, I'm so sorry. I know that this is supposed to be coming out literally in like a few hours, but it is what it is. And like my creativity didn't flow until just now. And accept it, please. <laughs> <laughs> they always did. They always did. Yeah. There we go. I always had like good boss. Yeah, you always worked with really good people. Everyone was always real until 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 they weren't until they weren't (laughs) (laughs) until they were like bye. But that was like the top of the top. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Anyway, awkward. So I just wanted I wanted to let my listeners in on that. You know, I I don't think Khaleesi's is a is the right word for them anymore. It's so sad. It is sad. But are you sure? No, (laughs) no. Let me tell you a little something about me. Okay. You guys, if you listen to The Good, The Bad, The Baby, you have heard me talk about human design, personality types, like 
at length, okay? At length, it's like getting obnoxious, but it's... It's entertainment, though, if you want to go listen. I am becoming obsessed. Like, no, I know. And you're getting a little confident. Um, I Until I wasn't. Because yeah. I, I, I Googled other famous people that are in my category, and it turns out I'm not in the greatest of company. So I just... <laughs> I... I don't like that what I am now. Right. Anyways, if you want to hear more about human design, go listen to the good, the bad, the baby. But so I am my personality energy type. Yeah. Is manifester. Right. We're we make up 9% of the population Mm -hmm. and we repel people. We are the only people that have closed auras. So like lots of people don't like us. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and all the people who you wanted to be manifestors are not. They're not. Like I like right? a psycho stalker went on my um, human design app and plugged in Meghan Markle's birth Wait, information. This isn't a joke. She like literally created profiles. Uh, yeah. For yeah. Meghan I'm, Markle. Who else? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Beyonce. Beyonce. Um, I think we figured out Adele was a manifester. Adele's a manifester. That's great. Johnny Depp. He's a survivor. He comes up with ways to to survive, which is why I, I'm like I'm trying to see like what I have in common right. with these people. But I I was getting cocky and now I'm not. Okay. It, well, you needed to come down a peg. No, I did. But what I love about human design is like it really has been teaching me though how to lean into to to my urges, mm-hmm. like my creative urges. Also, like the way I make decisions and the whole reason I brought this up is because you said, are you sure? Yeah. About the Khaleesi thing. Mm -hmm. When I looked up Hartford's, Hartford's human design, human design. Yeah. The way she makes is the best way for her to make decisions is instantly like an instant gut decision. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, it's feeling based. I need to go through the motions of the feelings and once like I'm I, I'm out of the other side, once I have slept on it uh-huh. and I've underst- I've digested all my feelings, then I can make the decision that tracks. And so I need when you just said to me, are you sure? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Yeah. I need to go through the feelings of what that means to have Khaleesi's be no longer. Right. So I just said it out of like an emotional jab to my heart of like, that would be so sad to let that go. It does feel sad. And also, what would it be replaced with? Like, it just feels like such a good term. I'm a listener. I listen. I'm a, I don't know. You could be a listener to anyone. I, I know. But is it Chugaloog I don't, to have a name? But you're not out there being like, oh, you listen to my podcast? You're a Khaleesi. People come up to you and like, that's how they identify themselves. You know what? I think that Khaleesi's, this is what I think, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to call anyone Khaleesi's. But if someone... Khaleesi's will represent the group of people who've been there from the beginning. Right. New listeners are not Khaleesi's. Ooh. Can they become one? If they no, go it's back a, it's and a new, to the it'll whole It'll be catalog? a new thing. It's like if someone comes up to me and says, I'm a Khaleesi, to me that means I've been listening to your podcast for a really fucking long time. Right. Okay. But if they were to say that now, I don't know, it just doesn't. You know, if they just started listening or they right. in the last year, like I actually think that's naturally happening because I think at meet and greets and stuff, some people will say, I just started listening to your podcast a year ago and da 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 da. Whereas other people will say, I'm, I'm, a, Khaleesi. I'm a Khaleesi. So Khaleesi's. So if you've been here from the beginning, carry on with your Khaleesi self. You get a badge, you get an award. Carry honor. on. But new people here, just as important. But I don't, it's not Khaleesi energy. 
we'll figure out what that is. We will. But even with making all these decisions for the podcast, mm-hmm. I've been tapping into like my human design type and, and, and trying to follow my what it's telling me right will help me make decisions this actually like tracks too because this has been a conversation that's been happening over a period of time and you have kind of like flip-flopped a little bit you're like trying to say okay i'm gonna do this and then feel how it feels and then you're like wait i don't want to do that yeah i'm gonna do this and then same thing yeah until one day just it just hit hit. It, it just hit and just felt right. And we like we had some creative vibing, mm-hmm. some brainstorming. We love a brainstorm. Brainstorm sessions are my fave. And then it just like fell into place. Yeah. But even reading about all this manifester stuff, I I was talking Alex, who I grew up with, who's been on the podcast before, one of my best friends from home. She was over yesterday and she's also a manifester. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's so crazy because I've been taking a manifest class. Oh yeah. She's been taking classes on manifesting and she said part of uh, manifesting that like the is learning what you're like you're about your own self-worth. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden when she said that, I was just like, yes. And Alex was like, I grew up like whereas my parents would be like, oh you have to make good grades. You have to do this, blah, blah, blah. She, things, the urges that she had, her parents were like, no. First of all, they're like the best ever. They're like right. my second parent. Like I I love them. Right. But they just like parented differently. Whereas my parents constantly were like, you want to do this now? Okay. You want to do this now? Okay. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. And so Alex has been like, I think the difference, the reason why people struggle with manifesting is because they don't believe they're worthy of what they want. Right. And I told her and she's like, I think you've always had a high sense, a, a high whatever sense of self-worth and that's why you're able to manifest things and I'm like okay but I also my self-worth cup isn't like fully full right I I wish I could manifest greater things but I don't think I'm worthy of I don't think I'm worthy oh, of you the have things. like a certain cap I have a cap interesting that I'm trying to break out of yeah and everyone can break out of it break out of their own cap. That's what Alex is working on. Like she shared a lot of that with me, a lot of like journaling that goes into it and self-reflection and asking the people closest to you around you, like how you can improve or what they notice about you. Yeah. And it's all, it is all about like self-awareness and self-worth and confidence. Yes. I think self-worth, like it starts with worthiness. It Mm -hmm. starts with realizing you're worthy of anything and that's so much easier said than done. Right. It really is. But when people ask, like, how do I manifest something? Y- you got to start there mm-hmm. because you have to believe that you're worthy of getting what it is that you dream of. Right. Or else it's never going to come. Otherwise, it's not going to come. And it also said in my manifesto is that my that the way that I, ha- I I should handle things is to inform, to let the people right. around me know. Because <laughs> we're all generators around you. Well, no, just That's mean, why. but meaning to let people know, like to be in on what I'm planning. Yeah. And so I feel like I should let my listeners <laughs> in on what I'm planning so Good that job. they're all, not all of a sudden just like, whoa, what's this? Totally. Like you didn't warn us. You didn't give us a warning. Like... This is your warning. <laughs> this, this is your warning. It'll happen at some point. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm excited. It feels good. It feels right. Yeah. I mean, a your, refresher. your podcast back in the day was like so funny, so good. It still is. It's just different. It's just different. Oh. But like, yeah, there's so many random tangents you went on and like stories you told. Yeah. Like I'm ready to just like talk about random shit again. Yeah. 
My least favorite thing in the world to talk about is like money, credit, things like that, that, you know, involves like response, financy stuff. I hate it. Okay. Which is why this sponsor is so freaking important. You're welcome. I'm like, I'm having this sponsor because I'm like, yes, I want to help people out because in my early twenties, I knew nothing about credit cards, nothing about credit scores, nothing about paying bills on time. And I got in so much debt and I had like the worst credit score for ever. I feel like all my twenties. Okay. It took, it took so long to get my credit score high. I don't want that to happen to you. So listen up real fast. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card, okay, with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. And it's the banking of the future because it's 100% mobile and online. And this is the thing. They help you build your credit. Like Chime is a credit builder. So with the credit builder Visa credit card, again, no annual fees, interest or credit card check to apply. You can use it everywhere. So you're building your credit by using your own money. Also, you get a checking account too. So that just makes it really easy to just have this one app that you go to to handle your money because handling money is so freaking confusing. There are lots of other perks with Chime, like you can get paid up to two days earlier with direct deposit. They also have this spot me thing where instead of getting charged for overdraft, they like overdraft up to $200 without fees. Like that's incredible. Could have used that back in the day. Like seriously. Okay. And it's just easy because it's all on an app and they partner with different banks. So it it's it's works. It's fun. It's easy. It makes planning and, and building credit and organizing your money just like that more efficient. So start building your credit. Open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. So get started at Chime.com slash Stassi. That's Chime.com slash Stassi. I have my newest whey product obsession. And like, I'm angry with whey because I'm so obsessed with it that it's like taking up time, like extra time in my shower because I really, I have to like do it every time. And I'm talking about their new hair gloss. Y'all. Okay. I've been talking about whey hair products for a really long time now. Okay. Um, their detox shampoo is my favorite. The leave-in conditioner obsessed and it smells so good like I don't really like I'm not a perfume person so all I need is just like the leave-in conditioner like that's it I I always knew before I started using whey products I always knew oh this is like the cool brand this is like the brand that like celebrities use on their hair this is why everyone has good hair then I started actually using their products I'm like yeah it is and so they came out with the new hair gloss Oh, the experience of it. I'm in my shower. I divide my hair up into like little one inch sections and put like a little pea size of the hair gloss on on each one. And then I comb through it. And then when I get out of the shower after like leaving it in for five minutes, I just feel like my hair, like I'm doing something magical to my hair. And so now again, why I'm mad at way is that it's take, I have to add an extra five minutes to my shower every single time I shower now. But the product is that good that it's worth it. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Stassi for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Stassi. So other than that, we're going to get into the questions. I just, I've, I've been in the house for like, four to five days. Right. You guys, I got microneedling and lasers in specifically Silfirm X and CO2. That's what it's called. I just in case anyone's like, but what did you do? Wow. Um, 
I'm not joking. When I posted on my Instagram story the next day that I woke up like no one warned you fully. Like, yeah, they say you're going to be like puffy and red and and all that. Mm -hmm. Like your skin's going to be rough. Cool. I heard that. No, no one tells you that you are going to look like some creature who lives in a land like in the in a cave where there was like, you know, what's what's the a chemical like a chemical bomb had gone off. Oh, geez. So all of the chemicals that are there have 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 turned the humans into some sort of creature like that is being. what you look like. That's that's what happened when I woke up on Friday. Yeah, I've uh, never felt more disgusting <laughs> in my life. Um, so I obviously have not left the house. Today is the first day that I put on makeup. The swelling has gone down. It looks really good. Swelling is not there anymore. Okay. When, when you FaceTimed me the day after, that was scary. It, it was scary. Yeah. But it looks so much better today. But I have so much makeup on. <laughs> but the thing is, is it my skin still feels like full on sandpaper. Yeah, I can't see it, but I imagine that feels weird. Like Hartford has been grabbing it all weekend long, being like, what's wrong, mommy? <laughs> you told me I had wrinkles. I'm not, yeah, that's this this is happened. all because of you. Yeah. <laughs> this is all because of you. <laughs> that's what happened, Harvard. Oh, my God. But it does. I also have felt like um, AI a bit. I felt How? a little AI-ish. How? Because it, when you get micro needling, like you can see the like full on like waffle like crosses like mini crosses like lines all Uh over your face so it looks like i'm not a real human being but i'm some sort of like robotic weird thing that like my skin when you go up close you can see that it's like it's man-made skin or something that's really weird am i describing that correctly yeah i can imagine it's like this like patterned imprint like it looks like i stamped imprinted how does it make you feel not great I mean, maybe that's priming us for when everyone's like robots. Maybe. You know? Because that time will come. I mean, there's already little carts delivering food on the street. No. With little eyes. It's wild. And they have names. Is that only in LA and New York? Probably. You guys. But it's becoming a little too familiar. You guys, it's, there's, there's AI delivering food here. They're little tiny carts that literally can see when there's like a dog walking in the way or a car and they just go and deliver your food and you get a notification you walk out you lift up the little thing get your food out and then they go on their merry way that's it's crazy i had one named camilla the other day also it's just like dumb like people want to work like we all need job like we all need to work it is strange why are we creating something to take jobs away from people i have no idea i just don't i don't like it It gives me bad feels it's weird and at what point is the robot gonna like you know go rogue it's the age-old story we've all been warned we've all seen the movies like like, why aren't like why like it's like i don't understand why people aren't taking it seriously like everyone's told everyone's told this story before we know how it ends i know the human race ends it's scary okay anyway so yeah i haven't left the house today's the first day i put on makeup um i'm feeling a tad back to normal uh and hopefully in two months when when this all kicks in, I will look like a 15 year old. That's also the funny part. Why does it take so long? Because it's it takes a while to start rebuilding the collagen. Oh, I are th- you also taking collagen to to help? Not on a regular basis. OK, um, 
but no, not if I'm getting this this done. But no, I want to look like Hartford and Messer's babysitter. <laughs> Good luck. In two months. You look up the before and after photos of people who've gotten this fucking thing done. I think I'm going to look like I'm a teenager. Really? I'm not joking. I think this is what everyone out there is doing. Like people like Nicole Kidman where I'm like, what? what why doesn't your face age? Right. This, I think this is what they're doing and no one's telling us. So I'm here to tell you guys, I'm not gatekeeping. Okay. Okay. You know, the way I wish the Kardashians would just tell us, please like let us, let us know so we can get in on whatever it is that you're doing. Right. You know, I'm letting everyone know. I got... Barbie talks. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That went viral. I know. <laughs> and then when I asked my doctor, I'm like, I think I'm getting jowls. Yeah. He I'm said, sorry you no, that. you're not. But this is what you can, this is what you can do to fully like tighten your skin. And, and while it will do that and make you look younger, it will shrink your pores and it will like help with your rosacea, your psoriasis, all the redness, any sunspots. It will basically smooth out your skin. It's like swiping life, putting on the Paris filter. That's what I'm expecting it to look like. And so you're welcome to everyone listening. Silfirm X and CO2 is what I got done. Stay tuned. Okay. Well, if you look like results. a teenager afterwards, then I'm going to do it. Word. Sweet. All right. So let's get into the questions. Woo. Hey, Stassi. My name is Miranda, and I have been such a big fan of yours for a long time, but I have a very, very important question to ask you, and it's something that has been on my mind for a really long time, and I've been wondering about it for so long. I notice that you curl the pieces of hair in front of your face towards your face sometimes, and this is absolutely like shocking information for me because I have always been taught that the pieces of hair close to your face, you are supposed to curl away from your face. So I'm just dying to know, am I right or wrong about this? I feel like I'm right. And if I'm right, why do you do this? Not that it looks bad. I actually think it looks so chic and cute on you, but I'm just dying to know, like, why do you do this? What, what stemmed this? Please share. Love you. Bye. This is important, Miranda. No, this is very, this is important because you are correct. Your, your hair in the front, you are supposed to curl outwards. Now, the only time you curl inwards is um, when you're doing like a side part and you want it to be like old Hollywood, like from like the 30s or 40s. Like, And I have curled in to give myself an old Hollywood look sometimes when that's what I'm going for. But no, other than that, you are supposed to curl out. This is the thing. I've noticed that my hair has been doing something different. Okay. And it's because of the Dyson Airwrap. Oh, so I have not been using a curling iron. When you have noticed that my hair does this, it's because I have not used a curling iron. I'm air wrapping it and I'm turning it out the way that I should be turning it. But the way that it's blowing it, it makes this these two giant like curls or something mm -hmm. in the front that makes my hair go a weird way to where it looks like I'm curling them in, but I'm not. But I kind of like it. It sounds like she kind of likes it too. Like I, I like the bounce. Uh -huh. it, it gives, it's giving blowout. Right. Bouncy ass blowout. But sometimes I notice, I'm like, why does it look like I turned my, a, a curling iron in? I've, I've noticed what you've noticed. So while this question, people could be rolling their eyes at me like, this is wow. 
This is what you're talking about. This is important stuff. Yeah. And you're we're solving the world's problems. Okay. Miranda, you're not wrong. I see you. It's the Dyson Air app. That's, that's, I'm, I should maybe do like a little like tutorial. I mean, you should. It's like, you're actually good at do, doing your hair but with like, it. You can't like talk while you hear the Dyson Air app. You could voice over oh, your that's, video. I mean, no, we could do that's it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, I, I, I will think about it. Do you remember when you did the Get Ready with me in Cleveland and people loved it? That was fun because Taylor was there. You and, could do the same. You could do the Dyson Air And app. I was pregnant and sober and like bored. So it like just like gave me something to do. It'll normally, still be fun. Okay. It's raining. Your kids are inside. Like it's a fun activity. Well, not today. Oh, okay. Not well, today. My hair is. It'll be raining for like a week. Yeah. So that's true. Um, but I hope that helped the situation. And yes, continue, continue on with what you're doing. Yeah. You you take the first pieces with your curling iron and you curl out. You do not curl in unless it's a big barrel, and you're wanting to create like that like '90s um, like. You know, '90s hair like like Denise Richards and oh, and Wild that, Thing, the huge, the huge, yeah, 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 yeah. Like sometimes you have a giant barrel and you curl in, like that kind of gives that '90s effect, right? Um, but other than that, no, no, we don't curl in. We always curl out. Farrah Fawcett, yeah, one hundred percent. All right, next question. Hi, Stassi. This is Samantha. I just wanted to tell you. That I love you. I love your family. And I'm so happy for like the fun, lighthearted content you put out, given everything that's going on. Um, so my question is about finding your dream home. In, in, the, in some of your podcasts, you've mentioned how you manifested your current home and you're potentially looking to, to find your next dream home that would be more appropriate with, you know, two young kids and just every, you know, just have everything that you would want. So my question is, how did you go about, or do you have any tips and tricks about manifesting your dream home? Um, I think, so for me, um, my husband and I are looking uh, to buy a place, like a home for uh, my, my three young kids and us. And I feel like I'm either, the options that are out there, I'm either settling for it and it's good enough, but I'm just settling for it or, you know, or like there are some homes, but it's the price range or, you know, maybe it doesn't work because it's too far away from my job. But I just wanted to know any tips and tricks you have that worked for you and that you're going to implement when you find your next dream home. Okay. Thanks a lot. Sending lots of love. Harford and Mercer are so cute and I wish you the best. Thank you. Okay. This one's a little... It's a little complicated, again, because we're talking about manifesting. And it's just always like a complicated thing to talk about. Right. But also, if you want to hear Stassi rant about manifesting her exact house, please go listen to the Good, the Bad, the Baby episode that was like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. No. It was like a 20 minute rant. Yeah, no, I was listing out everything, everything. I want for the new house. Um, in my opinion, how manifesting works, at least for me. Right. Okay. It's like you envision exactly what it is that you want and be for the most part, like I, I get really specific about it. Like I always wanted to live in the hills. I always wanted a Spanish style home. I always wanted an older home. Um, like I uh, I want a, a home that feels kind of like 
spooky-ish. Like there there were just, there's there's lots of things that I always just wanted. And so I just assume, I just went about my life as if I was going to get it. Mm -hmm. And I think that what happens is when you start fully envisioning and listing the things that you want for yourself, whether it be a home or a job or a relationship or a new wardrobe, whatever the, whatever it is, you subconsciously start working towards it. You start taking the steps to get exactly what that thing is because you've, you've already like put the image, the specific image in your brain. And then eventually like it will happen. Now it's not like it happens overnight. Right. Like I've wanted I've dreamt about like the house that I have now since like I was like 18 years old and I didn't buy it until I was like 30. So that's 12 years of, of just working towards that. Mm -hmm. I think that you, you also have to be okay with, um, like a lot of people would say, well, you can't like get like everything that you want in a house. Like, where would you, where do you want to, what can you compromise, compromise like with your house? I don't feel that way. Oh, I feel like I would rather take more time. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'll compromise. If you can. Like timing. If I can. If you can. If I yeah. can. Timing is where I'd compromise. I'd rather wait for the right thing. Mm-hmm. And when I see the right thing, I'll know it and mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll feel it. And I'll be like, oh, this is, this is, this is what I was waiting for. And it might actually be different than what I had manifested or what I had thought but it's just as it's just as delicious it's just as satisfying it's it's it it's what i want i didn't realize i wanted mm-hmm. so i feel like because i was asking one of my friends the other day cuz she know she just bought a house and she was like well what you have to compromise on something and for me this is where i compromise like she was telling me how she compromised i'm like yeah no <laughs> <laughs> i would rather just like stay where i'm at and wait until i don't have to compromise you know? Yeah. But I mean, so it's interesting because we've learned through human design that there are different types of manifestors. Yes. You're specific. Yes. I'm not specific. And nor, nor is Bo. So what that means, what I, the way that I take it, and you can tell me if you think this or not, is like what mine says is that I need to visualize or like imagine myself feeling the way that I already have the thing that I want and just be open to the possibilities of like what that thing might be. Mm-hmm. So if you are on your search for a house and you're thinking, okay, I want to be close to work so that I can get home quick and like be relaxed. I want it to be big enough that my family's comfortable. And you like really envision yourself in a space where you feel all of those things. Maybe the right thing will come to you. Yeah. I think you should figure out like, you know what, you guys, just like download the My Human Design app. I know. That's what it comes down to. You got to pay extra. You got to pay like for all of the details. Okay. Right. Um, $5.99 a month. Yeah. Just delete it after one month. Okay. Like I know it's really, it <laughs> is expensive. Sponsored. It's like ridiculous and it's not sponsored. I would like, <laughs> fuck. I wish it was. Um, and and you'll learn about yourself. Every single person that I've, I've introduced this to have been like, oh, I feel seen. I feel seen. Yeah. I feel seen. I feel seen every person. And it's very specific. It's so specific. Like it literally even tells you like how you best just, like digest food. And which is so weird. It is so weird. And but it it also every person I looks up, it look up, it makes sense. Yeah. So yes, some people manifest differently, like the way that you do, the way that Bo does. Um 
Yeah. So like with houses also, if, have, if you've thought about it, like, let's just say everything that you're looking at in this, in your homes, you're like, I don't like it. Or like, I'd be compromising here. Can you think about how you could redo it? Yeah. You know, you don't always have to just take the house and the way that it is. You can look at like a really fugly house and it would be less expensive because it's a fugly house. But then you put that other month, that money into making it what you want it to be. Right. You know, you can always tweak things. Yeah. You can always change things. I think this is like the stupid, like normal advice. But for for you specifically, Samantha, I think you should like make the list of your priorities of like distance from work, size, price, etc. And like prioritize it from most important to least important, because the things at the bottom that are least important, you can probably either compromise or create or create, you know, or and then at the at the a full other at the bottom say timeline right if she can that's the if only that's the hard part it's like what if they can't what do you mean like what if what if they like have to well i guess if you're buying a house if you're buying different. a house then i don't i don't know i'm don't just think thinking of like rental rules when people are like i have to move this month okay this is for people know? who have the ability have to wait so like if you can wait in the situation that you're in yeah that I, I'd rather wait. I'd rather be in this house, the house I'm in right now for a really long time because I love it and I'm happy here mm-hmm. and wait for the right thing instead of rushing and compromising in something. Yeah. And if you're buying a house, that's a huge commitment. It's like a 10 plus, sometimes like 20, 30 year investment and commitment. So like you don't want to jump Yeah. if you are already not like in love with it. Both show. And like you, you do actually have to also kind of be realistic. Like you're not going to find a let's just say like an old Spanish style home in like a, a city that doesn't have that. Right. You know, like you do have to be realistic with your, with your wants. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not going to find um, like a, a French chateau. Well, actually I live in Beachwood. <laughs> literally Canyon, I <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alex and I took a tennis lesson in Bel Air on Saturday and they're French chateaus. Yeah. And they're huge. Like I they gotta be a hundred million dollars. Should I start re see that's where we I talk about drive. my self-worth. We I can't man- manifest that big because my self-worth doesn't, I, I can't, I can't. Let's just go drive through the neighborhood and you can envision yourself there and see this one particular house that like literally knocked me off my feet. Okay. Cool. It was insane. All right. Great. I'm going to have to redraw my manifest house plans. Cool. Back before um, Hartford got to the age where I realized like she should be taking vitamins, I fully panicked because I'm like, what vitamins do I give her? Like all of the typical children's vitamins that I know of, it's basically just like candy in disguise. There's just like lots of sugar, lots of unhealthy chemicals. We like don't really know. It's, you know, been around for forever. That is not what I want for my children. Then I was introduced to Haya and now Hartford, well, I've created a monster because Hartford runs around the house saying, Vitamine, Vitamine. She like does think it's candy. She loves the way her high of vitamins taste. But besides that, you know that you're getting a vitamin that's formulated with the help of nutritional experts and has everything that you need in it. And they're totally transparent about everything that's in this vitamin. There's 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and all the others that you need in order to help support 
support your kids' immunity, energy, brain function, mood, like teeth and bones, like all of the things that you need. And it's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free. And I think what's really cool about it is that like at first um, you get this cool bottle in the mail with your first order. And then every month they send you eco-friendly refills. So it's like a cute, we have like a yellow bottle and we have a turquoise one. Hartford knows what it is and she just begs for Vitamine. So they taste really great too. I haven't tried one. Maybe I should, but I'm going to take Harvard's word for it. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. So to claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Stassi. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to dot com slash Stassi and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. I have been a fan of Thrive Market for years. Um, I feel like it's no secret I talk about the fact that like going to the grocery store is so time consuming. And especially when you are very specific about what you want and what ingredients you want on things, like to just like wait in an aisle, like looking at the back of products for ingredients, like it's it's time consuming and you're like standing in the way of people and grocery stores don't have that many options. Thrive Market does. So once a week, I'll just sit on my computer and order the things that I want for my household, whether that's groceries or just like home essentials, like cleaning supplies and things like that. What's so great about Thrive Market, my absolute favorite thing about it is that on the website, there are filters. Okay. So you can put in the type of snacks you're looking for and you can like filter out certain things. Like for example, if you want low sugar chips, that wouldn't make sense, I guess, because chips aren't sugary. So don't do that. Low sugar cookies or whatever. You can put in all of these filters and then instantly you're served the exact sort of snacks that you're looking for. It just makes it so easy to use and weed out all the things that you don't need. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash straight up for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash straight up. Thrivemarket.com slash straight up. Next question. Hi, Snossy. Um, I'm wondering what your take is on who pays for the bachelor or bachelorette. Because I'm seeing a lot of debate online. Should it be the bride or should it be the bridal party? Um, let me know. Bye. Oh. oh, okay. There is no black and white answer to this. So because there is, okay. I think there, it, it, it all depends. I have an opinion. It all depends on things. Right. It depends on, like, this is why I didn't do a bachelorette because I'm just like, I, I, I don't ever want to put people in that position mm -hmm. to have to then like, like, no, like, no, I don't want them. So I had a dinner that I actually thought I was paying for. Right. I literally took out my card and then Katie was like, no, I'll get your bachelorette dinner. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's so nice. But like, I, I planned, assumed. I assumed on paying for it myself. Um, I think that that's where that as, as a society, mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the direction and path we should be moving towards. Right. Where if you are demanding your friends 
take a bachelorette, like do a bachelorette for you, whether it's a night out or a trip or a dinner or whatever, like it doesn't, whatever it is, if you're demanding that of your friends, you should pay for it. That should be lumped into your, um, your wedding budget. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that's just not fair to do, to put that on other people to say, if you're one of my best friends though, then you would do this. Like that's, that's mean. Right. (laughs) That's like, it's actually mean. Like your friends should be allowed to spend their money however they want. Like if like not being forced to do what your idea of a bachelorette trip is or a night. And I am seeing how extravagant they are getting Mm -hmm. vacations with yachts, matching clothes, different costumes, different themes, different nights, like bottle service. These are all very costly things. And it's, it's, it's not your friend's responsibility. So like I, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, However, not everyone's there yet. Not, not everyone is there yet. And, and I don't want to hear the, well, like, I can't afford to pay for everyone. That's why you're going to lump it. You're going to put it in your wedding budget. Right. So that there, so then you'll think about how important is this to me? Is flowers more important? Are the flowers more important or this like insane bachelorette trip? Because I just don't think that it, the friend should have to. I'm sorry. I don't No. <laughs> like, no, that's not fair. I would expect all my friends to just like fully dump me if like I made them spend a huge like a significant part of their paycheck to like i don't know well now like, i'm torn no i i would like you to to not agree with no, me no i'm the- torn because initially i didn't agree with you like i all of the bachelorette vacations that i've gone on or trips or weekends away or whatever it's like we want to do this thing for our friend who's getting married and like this big thing is happening in her life and she might try to pay or maybe she can pay for her part of the Airbnb. But like for the most part, it's like a group of friends coming together and like treating their friend Mm -hmm. because of this big milestone. That's lovely if they want to take it upon themselves to do that. That's the thing. It's when brides get pissed if someone says I can't afford it or I don't want to go or when they do want all of those crazy things and it adds up. That's when it kind of like if you're dealing with a bridezilla, then I'm like, "Eh." but if it's like truly the maid of honor and the bridesmaids coordinating a vacation that they all agree on for the bride, who's their friend. I think it's really sweet. I think it's a nice token. I I absolutely think it's really sweet and a nice token. Like I I need to like clarify that. Like that is very sweet. I don't think it should be expected. I think as a bride plan, just plan on doing it yourself. And then if, if your maid of honor or your friends, your bridesmaids step in and say, actually, we want to do this for you. Yeah. Then change of plans. Get cool. You don't have to. I think that's a good way to approach it. Yeah. So that nobody's like assuming they're going to be taken on like a three day trip to Nashville and have everything paid for. It's just just like the world that we're living in right now. Everything is so expensive. Yeah. And, you know, with the extra money that that you have as a human being, you want to be able to spend it doing exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. Like what's like on your, your dream list of things to do. And normally that isn't like a drunken trip to Vegas. Like maybe it is for you. Cool. Then great. But like, you know, what if you really want to go to Europe, but you can't because your friends asked you to be a bridesmaid and now you have to go to Miami and pay for a fucking yacht and bottle service. Like that sucks. 
you know? Yeah. To put that pressure on people to say the, the, the extra money that you do have, you have to spend it on me the way that I want it. Like that, I feel the same way about birthday dinners. Yeah. Birthday dinners are, you know, Tink's just posted a reel recently that I agreed with. And she was like, if you are asking all of your friends to go to an expensive restaurant for your birthday dinner, you should pay for it. Yes. And there was like controversial hot take, but I'm like, no, that actually makes total sense. Is that controversial? I don't, it's not like, maybe controversial is the wrong word, but it's nobody expects that. Like when you go out for your birthday with your friends, you expect to be paid for. I don't, I do not. That's C. More people should be like you. I do not. Like that everyone just needs to be responsible for themselves and stop putting their expectations on other people to do the things for them. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, as a society, I think that that tradition is over. O-V-E-R. You know what? Out. Out. 2024. We're out. Um, Expecting people to pay for your birthday dinners and your bachelorettes unless they offer. Okay. I'm here for that. Word. Hi, Stassi. I'm obviously a really big fan. Um, And I really appreciate watching you grow up on Vanderpump Rules. I'm about to turn 22, which is when you started. So... I feel like I really need to go to you for some advice. Um, Also, because I feel like you've been in a relationship longer than you want to be or should have been um, in the past. And I just kind of need a pep talk on how to break up with my boyfriend. Um, I'm about to graduate college and I really want to move away and start my career Um, And he's just at a completely different stage in his life and is um, not ready for that. And we have completely different maturity levels. And he's done some suspicious things that I just kind of can't really get over very easily. And he's not very good at helping me with that. Um, But that's also really scary to think about breaking up with someone that you like love and care about. Um, So I just need some pep talking to push me to actually do it. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. She didn't say her name. No, I didn't hear it. I listened for it and I didn't hear it. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. You don't sound like you like him that much. I will say that. Also, you're just starting your life and you want to go. That's the bigger issue. Yeah. Like start your career. You're 22 years old. And um, but but I when I was 22 years old, Mm -hmm. I thought I knew everything. I thought I was going to marry Jax Taylor. Okay, I know. Like what? Like, can you believe it? Just take a moment. No, like, thank God. Wait, but like what? Thank God. What did God, we talk about? Can you imagine? No, like, what did we talk about? Like, what did we, like, di- did we ever talk or communicate? Don't like, ask what? me. Didn't he, like, say some, like, you were better than a bottle of vodka at some point? Like, that's, that's what you talked about. I, I, I just, like, I, it, it, whatever. Ew. Okay. It's a moment in time. Ew. Okay. Anyway, that's who I was at 22. So. Let that, but that's all you need to know. Thank you God you changed. You are going to change so much. Every year you are going to change. What you want in someone is going to change. Yes, there are people who find their soulmates at a young age and they get married and it works out. But that's the exception. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's not the rule. For the most part, 
you need to 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 grow and and settle into who you are before you can even think about like staying with someone mm-hmm. like when you're like that age and you have the best excuse to get out of it you're 22 and you're going to start your career and move away yeah like that's it go girl and it, the, literally it says the only thing that you said you that was like well it's scary right it's scary and and that's not a reason to stay with someone the thought of just because you're scared of right. what it might look like to not be with them. Right. That's not a reason to stay. Also, you said he did some shady stuff. Oh, yeah. Once you, So if you're already doubting. Yeah. There doesn't sound like there's any different points in your life. Yeah. Just so like, what would you say? How would you break up with him? Um. Well, I mean, I don't know how long they've been together. I don't know if they live together. I don't know. I don't know that I don't I need those details I don't Mm. think you can just like send a text if it's like a serious conversation I mean I'm a fan I would love I would have loved to just ghost everyone in my life I wish I would have known that was a thing back then you know didn't you ghosting is my way of of living a lot of the times isn't that what you did though to whom I don't know I feel like you're a good ghoster um you're good at ignoring people and then it makes them like really freak out and over text I know (laughs) I know. Like, scramble and be like, why isn't she responding to me? What's happening? I know. Like, it's, I, and that's, I think, my superpowers. Like, I'm good at ghosting. So mean. Whether that's like via communication or just like leaving a party without telling anyone. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I read somewhere or saw it in a meme that people who ghost or like Irish exit, French exit at parties, uh-huh. they are saving like, Something like nine months of their lives. I think I heard this. They're like having like they live longer. They live longer. They'll have they have like nine months longer. It was like something like that. I I don't know the exact length of time because all that time that they're saving, not saying goodbye, right, to people who literally aren't going to remember whether you said goodbye or not. So it's just like rationalizing what you do. <laughs> that's all that was. You got served the correct meme because that's who you are. Yeah. just ghost just disappear make him wonder for the rest of his life I'm joking no you gotta you gotta sit him down and just be like yo I'm moving I'm 22 and you've been shit it sounds like you're shady you're shady but it's been fun yeah thanks word good luck hey Stassi I actually left a message for you yesterday um, about how to break up with my boyfriend And I'd like to recant it because um, today he admitted to cheating on me. So that's no longer the problem. However, I am at a low where I just don't believe any man is loyal. And I don't believe that I'll find a good man ever in my lifetime. Not that I want to right now. Um, But I'm just wondering how you got past that happening to you um, because obviously you're with Bo now and you guys have a goals relationship um, that I really want. So I'm just wondering how you got past all that um, difficult trauma of being cheated on um, and found to your person. And also how do you weed out the shitty people and the cheaters? Like how do you just get rid of the people that you should not be with? Cause I clearly have a very bad picker. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. Plot twist. Twist. Wow. When I was listening, I was like, I have to. I have to bring this up. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, cool. Um, you don't, at least you don't have to worry about how to break up with him. Yeah. Disregard. Great. Um, 
oh, I know exactly how you feel right now. Like, and you saw how that, like how that affected me on Vanderpump Rules. I, I didn't try, I didn't trust anyone Mm -hmm. that I was dating like that. Like when you're cheated on, it makes it impossible for you to like function normally in a relationship because you're just going to, you're just assuming that's going to happen to me again. Like I, it takes it takes time and your picker is going to be off for a while. Like it took me an incredibly long time of like dating lots of losers, lots of them. Mm-hmm. So many, like even the ones in between that weren't that serious losers. Yeah. Now that I'm looking back on it. Right. Like my picker has always been off too. I will say this. Okay. The way that I like found Bo is because I made an active choice to do things to date differently than I was before. Like before I met Bo, I would meet someone like who like they seemed like my type and I would like instantly feel that like, oh my God, like this is it for me. And then we would literally move in together like within a week and this like all or nothing passion, like that's like how it had to be. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. Like I'm going to try doing things differently. I like I was introduced to Bo I thought that he was really handsome. I thought he was funny, but I wasn't like, oh my God, we're soulmates right away. Mm -hmm. Like I took my time. Like we slowly got to know each other. We became like, we were romantic, but like we didn't rush into anything. And I think that because I just switched up how I was doing things that, that I, I wouldn't have normally, I would have been like, oh, well, like the that intensity isn't there right away immediately. So then I'm not going to continue with this, but I did. And then I'm so thankful that I did Mm -hmm. now how I got over the feeling that everyone was going to, that I couldn't trust people. But when I had to go to therapy, like in the beginning of our relationship, Mm -hmm. because that's why I was dark passengering. Like that was fully like, so you can see it. It's all on there. Bravo. I don't know. Hulu, wherever you can go watch like <laughs> old episodes. Every dark passengering moment is because I did not trust my boyfriend late at night because I had been cheated on by my boyfriend late at night with my friend. So it was impossible for me to. I just thought everyone's going to do this. I'm, I'm spiraling. If I can't control this person, like I'm, I'm just going to fully spiral and lose my mind. And so because I was dark passengering so much, Bo's like, we literally only been dating for like six months. (laughs) This is insane. I've given you no reason to not trust me. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter because I was just seeing he was with the same people late at night that had done that to me before. So I'm like, what's to stop it from happening again? And we had to go to therapy and, and I had to talk about it. I had to talk about it and talk about it. And he was understanding about it because he then like, uh, he he had to hear and take in why I was doing the things that I was doing that it wasn't personal to him. It wasn't that I didn't trust him. It was that this is what I had been taught. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got over it. And it took a really long time, a very long time. So you're in for a ride <laughs> <laughs> and don't, and don't put the pressure on yourself to be okay now. Like, yeah, it's okay to not trust people right now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You don't need to just, you don't like, that's fine. You're also moving yeah moving to a new city starting a career like you have a lot of other things going on there's going to be a whole new pool of people that you're going to meet so just like take it slow yeah and you're so young 
Yeah. You're so young. And how a while. And you know, you're you're at, you also ask like, well, how do I weed out the ones? You can't No. You're just gonna have to go through it. They're gonna come and trick you. They are gonna come and <laughs> trick you. And you're gonna like trust people less and less. Yeah. Until until something happens. Well, and as you were telling that story, I was thinking like, you're lucky that Bo was so patient and receptive. Yeah, because yeah. the right guy, when you meet him, even if you're still feeling the way that you're feeling, is going to stick around and like work through it with you because they want to be with you. Yeah. So he could have easily been like, this I'm not much. dealing with this. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to move on and date someone else. But he wanted to stick around and like figure it out. Yeah. Just like don't rush it. Give yourself time. Give yourself yeah. time to like go through your phase of not trusting people. Just like try not to dark passenger. Also, sorry he cheated. That's on him, I'm not like, on you at all. I know. He's a POS. Fucking cheaters. And honestly, you're you welcome to welcome. womanhood. Welcome. Every, you know, like th- we've all been cheated on. Yeah. I really don't know people that haven't been. No, it's really sad and scary and weird that yes. that it's so common. You're and in, like you're in good company. Yeah. Oh, the worst. I feel for you, girl. Yeah. Okay, one more. All right. Stassi. Oh, my God. The 3 to 7 p.m. stretch. I just got done listening to your episode with Whitney. It was one of my fucking favorites. Wish you guys could have talked for an hour more. But just hearing both of you say that, I feel so fucking seen. Jesus H. Christ. I don't know why I was, like, never allowing myself to say how much that stretch of time sucks. Because I feel kind of terrible, like, oh, I'm I'm rooting for the time that I get to put my little chimpanzee down. That feels bad. But Jesus H. Christ, thank you for saying that. Okay, this has nothing to do with what I'm calling about. So excuse me, we're going to take a left turn. Left turn. Can we talk about the Zara website? Can you please talk about the Zara website? Because you have the cutest OOTDs. I follow you for the fashion. I stay for the wit. Um And I love how you mix like high end pieces with stuff from places like Zara or Z supply or whatever. And I want to be a Zara girly so bad. I really freaking do because they have some amazing basics, but I go on the website and I want to pull my fucking hair out. I've tried switching the view so that there's like the different little view things that you can do to get different views. They all fucking suck. If you ask me, I hate the Zara website, please provide tips and tricks. Do you shop in person? Do you just drink three glasses of wine and take an edible and then go on Zara.com? Like, how do you maintain your sanity and also find, like, the really amazing basics that you find on the Zara website? Help me be a Zara girly. Thank you so much. This is so real. I agree with her. No, the the Zara website, the Zara app, the Zara stores. Sucks. All of it. Like, no, I don't go in person. No. Also, how am I supposed to see what a dress is going to look like when she's like halfway in a pool? She's in a pool. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like literally a photo of her ankle. But but we're supposed to be buying a dress. Right. It, n- nothing on Zara makes sense. And now that I'm thinking about it, I have I don't really I don't go on my Zara app anymore. Like, really? I don't because it's so hard because mm-hmm. I'm like I and why are they doing this? Like, wh- like why? And I no I'm not the, like we're not the only ones complaining about this. I've heard this complaint all over. So why continue to do this? Are they just, are Zara people just like, fuck you. We know you'll still buy it anyway. So like, we still want to torture. Like, I don't understand. Do you think that it's like a European thing? Like, do you think in Europe, like they're more into that? 
and we're just being finicky because Zara is obviously really big in other in I Europe and other countries. I wouldn't know. I'm going to ask both sister. Like, I'm going to say, get on that Zara app and let me know your thoughts. There has to be a reason. Um, but yeah, so I was, as she was talking, I was thinking about like, okay, so I do still wear Zara clothes. So mm-hmm. where am I getting them? Because I know I never actually like open the Zara app to be like, let me go scroll through what's new because I know that it's just going to overwhelm me and piss me off. Okay. So I think that it's because either um, I'll see a TikTok of people doing like a Zara unboxing mm-hmm. or I follow certain accounts of like where people post like collages of like different articles of clothing to wear. That's like my style. So I follow specifically ones that are like my my style. So I'm like, oh, I like that top. The It's linked to it's like a like it to know it. I'll follow like it to know it. Right. It's linked to Zara. So that's how I find it. I'm not going on the Zara app and I'm not going on the website. I'm not going in the store. I So you go directly to whatever the item is. Directly whatever. And, and then I will go underneath that item and look at items that are similar. similar. Yeah. So I'll do that in order to find things. I have switched over to Mango. Yeah, I love Mango. Mango is very easy to use. Mm-hmm. The photos are fucking clear. <laughs> you don't need really to guess. straightforward. It's very, yeah, like seriously, like there are no red flags. Yeah. When dealing with Mango. Um, Mango's not going to cheat on you. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I would try there. There yeah. are more options at Zara. Mango mm-hmm. has less. Mm-hmm. But I like, but mango's easier to use and I think it's the quality's better. Whether it is or not, that's just my own opinion. Yeah. And I just, the user experience is nicer. So yeah, Zara, I don't even fucking dare try. Also, I don't know what size you are, but as an XL girly, uh, mango fits me better than Zara. I usually cannot fit anything in Zara bottoms. Did you know that at Zara, there's either a triangle, a square, or a circle oh, I've heard this. next to, like when you look at the tag, the Zara tag mm-hmm. on the back of your shirt, You'll either see a triangle, a square, a circle. I think there's another one, but maybe not. One of them means this runs small. Mm-hmm. One of them means this runs big. One of them means true to size. Why? Why I've, not just make everything true to size? I've heard that before. I've literally never used it. It's It went in one ear and out the other because I'm just picking the stuff that looks cute and then trying it on or I'm ordering it and then trying it on at home. Usually I, I return everything. But why are they doing this? Like, why not just make everything true to it's size? it's fast fashion sucks mm-hmm. it really does that's why all right those were some excellent questions this was fun. so fun um if you want to call in for next month's episode the number is 844-666-s-u-w-s-o-oh <laughs> we can keep the same we can keep the same phone number are you sure yeah we don't need like what what yes even if we change when we change the name of the podcast, we'll still keep SUWS. I think so. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know either. I can't go with my gut <laughs> intuition. I need to let my feelings. I need to sleep yeah, on it. Yeah, we need a noodle on that. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And if you want to watch this, you can go on patreon.com slash Stassi and subscribe or go list. You can also subscribe to the good, the bad, the baby, where I talk a lot about human design. I think I need to do like a full blown human design episode. I think so, too, because I am fully obsessed. Oh, I did save something for you, Lo, when I was looking up stuff. I screenshotted it. it Screenshot or screenshotted? I think it's screenshot. This is what they say about manifestor and my personality type. Okay. So just to clarify, under your energy type, where it's either manifester, generator, reflector, projector, or manifesting generator, under those things, there's still more 
things. things. So it's not like all manifestors are the same. Right. All generators are the same. It's not that. You, they're the spiders into more things. So specifically to mine. Okay. Okay. In order to reach your true potential, you need to be sure that what you're doing is truly worthy of you. Take on only the tasks that no one else other than you could do. Otherwise, you run the risk of turning into an incredible, talented, banal loser. Whoa. Whoa. That's a mouthful. Wow. <laughs> an the, incredible, talented, banal. What's banal? Loser. Great question. <laughs> Let me type that in. It was just the word loser. Incredible, talented loser. Talented loser. That like freaked so lacking in originality as to be obvious and boring. Well, first of all, we need to use banal and normal yeah, life now. That's, that's going to be my new. That's, that's the word of the year. That's great. That's the word of the year. Um, That's really wild. Kind of aggressive. But like also it does make sense. But it's true. If I would have made some decisions. Uh huh. I would have just been an incredibly talented banal loser. I think you should end on that. And I will. Bye. Bye. Bye.